Welcome to the podcast episode 10 and today it's just going to be us three chickens and we're going to have a catch up um, sort of with our training and nutrition. So let's dive right into it. Andy is in the UK. You've been there just about a week now. Yeah, just over a week. Yeah, well, <laughs> seems, seems to be your life sort of quarantining yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Well, I know, but, you know, people who know me now, I'm pretty, as I've got older, get more reclusive. So I'm okay with quarantine, you know. Um, I'll be able to get out, as I said, like, you know, I've had my COVID test now. So I'll be able to get out and, you know, explore a little bit for the countryside, go for a couple of walks now. So, but, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm lucky, even in the UK, I have some gym equipment. Yeah, yeah so you can see it behind you. Yeah. Cables, <laughs> yeah. So and that just that just stays there, does it? Yeah, that just stays here. Oh, Kat uses it when I'm yeah. back in Kenya. Yeah, we are going to be packing up a flat this month. Okay. Well, uh, no, April next month. Yeah. So everything's getting packed up. This will go into storage to decide what to do with it. Because um, Kat's going to come out to Kenya. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, so a lot of this stuff will be packed up and go to storage. But, you know, I'll have access to that storage. And, you know, if we, you know, for long periods in the UK, I'll probably break it out and, you know, move it in somewhere. Yeah. Go back in storage before I leave. Yeah. But now with uh, with gym equipment being very, like, uh, it's in demand, you don't sell them, keep them. <laughs> Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Just keep you know, yeah. um, you know, there's that catch trying too. Like, yeah, you know, once COVID's a thing of the past, or everyone gets used to it, gym equipment prices drop. Uh-oh. So maybe it's worth selling, selling it now. now. Yeah, true. Be fair, <laughs> true. I, I do like the fact that you know I've just got it, and I know Cat's gonna take some stuff with her up to north before she comes out and use that. But things like the cable station, you know. Break it down. I can always fly out to yeah, Kenya. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's not particularly heavy, you know. Um, the only thing is, I've, I've actually found some sea freight companies which are pretty cheap. Europe to Kenya sea freight. And you just put it in a back of someone's container and it gets broken out. You know, gym spare parts. Yeah. Yeah. They don't take too much yeah. space, so. Yeah, no, well, you can never have enough gym equipment. True. Um, no, so, no, no, just keep extending my home gym in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah like now with uh, with weights, uh, like we're getting stronger and we start every time we realize, oh, maybe, maybe we should get two, well, we, two we extra need tens. more weights or, because when we're both deadlifting. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, during uh, pool days. Yeah. Then there's never <laughs> enough to go around, but... <laughs> So, no, okay, pool day, pool day is a trickier one, as in, you know, you get strong on pools quite quickly. But, yeah, you know, like, here it's not particularly heavy, but it coincides with I'm on a deload anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it works out, like, yeah, you know, I've got about 100kg of plates here, but most of them are mix and match, some of them are a concrete, plastic covered one, some are cast iron, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the problem with plastic coated ones is, um... The plastic coated ones is that um, they take up a lot of space on a bar. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. So you're you're in a deload. That that's very handy. Was that planned or did it just happen to to fall, to, uh, yeah. fall that way? Yeah. No, it just happened to fall that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have moved, made it a deload anyway. Yeah. You know, 
it just happened to be fortuitous it was at the, the correct time but no I would have probably switched it around just either deloaded early or later just to coincide because yeah. it's just the easiest way I'll probably do like end up doing like a two-week deload yeah. yeah or like this week a deload and maybe next week a semi deload well I'll just add maybe a bit more volume mm-hmm. but keep uh, keep reps high and weight low um so yeah i mean almost like a primer for when i get back yeah because i got to start a new block when i get back to kenya so yeah I'll just you know prime myself so you you're done with your mini cut now uh, yes and no i would have been done if i'd been in kenya but we decided just to extend it to, yeah. until i get back to kenya okay because as we decided, it was like, we, we keep to the mini cut, we just keep in the deficit, mm-hmm. get back to Kenya, where I have access to heavier weights, then up the food with uh, the training, essentially. Yeah. You know, rather than, uh, there's no point, you know, when you've got light weights having a surplus of calories. Yeah. You know, when, when you don't have the, the equipment to really push it, you know, you might as well just take a couple of extra pounds off and, you know, yeah. So how long oh, has has it been on the mini cut? It was eight weeks mm-hmm. the other week, um, and we've lost like seventeen, eighteen pound. Oh, um, cool. It'd be about twenty pound. Yeah. yeah, it probably was close to twenty pounds. I didn't check mm-hmm. do the math on it, but um, yeah, by the time we get back, it'd be just over twenty pound loss in about ten weeks, I think. And how aggressive has it been? Not very. Okay. Um, calories in, calories are at the lowest now at two thousand three hundred. Okay. Yeah. But that's quite quite manageable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because of my um, my diet setups with relatively higher fats, you can actually do quite a lot without changing food volume. Mm-hmm. You lose calories without changing food volume yeah. by just reducing some of those fats. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of fat change and uh, you know some carb changes and mm-hmm. yeah, my protein stayed the same. We haven't reduced protein at all. So, um, yeah, my protein is relatively high. So we've just sort of tweaked the fats and the carbs. Yeah, but when you reduce fats, because it's like nine calories per gram of fat, yeah, you get more bang for your buck. So, yeah, there is that benefit to having a relatively high fat approach versus um, higher carbs. Definitely. I think that's quite... Um... I think that's a, a good sort of topic to, to talk about here because it, it really does, you don't notice if you've cut out a tablespoon of olive oil here or there. And, yeah, exactly. And, and again, likewise, I think if, you, yeah, if you're going the other way, if you're now going back into sort of a maintenance or surplus, adding in that extra tablespoon of yeah. olive oil, you, you know it's thing. not volume. You're not, you're not increasing, yeah. yeah, you're not increasing volume that much. So mm. like when you're bulking, you can increase calories without getting really full. And actually, and as you said, most of my added fats are via a tablespoon of olive oil or macadamia nut oil, um, mm. where you don't notice it. But when you are eating a lot of food, it actually helps the food go down a bit better. Oils, you know. oils the way. But especially with a bit of rice. Yeah. you add it with chicken, a bit of no. rice, it becomes a little bit no, more. No, yummy. Slides down. It just slides down. You know, right? Yeah. And and you're still you're still on track for the shows. I've seen you posting some stuff on your yeah. stories. Yeah. So, so big yeah, dilemma. really exciting. Yeah. Well, really exciting in the UK for October. So the amateur Olympia's been got rid of. 
so that we can maybe do the Arnold instead. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting because it's the Arnold Classic UK. It's the first time yeah. Europe's had a proper Arnold Classic. Yeah, there's one. There's the Arnold in Spain, but it's not a proper Arnold. Yeah. This one is promoted by Arnie and Eddie Hall, or Eddie Hall's company. He does with the other guy and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's gonna be as good as like the Australian one. Or the one yeah, in Brazil. The, the Ohio um, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be pro competition. There's gonna be you know, the pro show, it's gonna be the amateur shows on the days before. Um, I spoke to two bros who promote it, um, promote the actual bodybuilding. And because I live in Kenya, I don't have to do any pre qualifiers. Oh, nice. um, you don't you don't need to do a pre qualifier for masters, but I was discussing the problem with the masters, classic masters, is I won't go into the overall if I want it anyway. Oh, it's just one. So, one oh, yeah. interesting. So I will do two classes. I'll do my um, height open class. So that'd be, um, yeah, up to. I've got to measure my height, but it's probably 5'10. So I get to be 197 pounds. Um, on stage, one night five to one night so so like that. Um, and then I'll do that and the masters. And the uh, masters is just one open class. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. various sizes. Just everyone. There's two masters classes. There's an over thirty fives and over forties. So I'll do that, and then I'll do the other class because it's nice. Because even if you do a master show and say you won or you come second first, it's nice to see where you come. Yes, with people yes. of all age groups. True, true. <laughs> so, um, you know, the only thing is you've got to pay for that. But, you know, and, and as you know, like the NPC shows are the most expensive registrations. I know. I mean, I it's know. like 170, I think for this show it's £176 wow. per class. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's like 20 odd thousand shares to 200, 210, 20 dollars a class. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much. But, yeah. So, um, but yeah, do that, and then I'll just hang around and watch the rest of the expo, and it'd be nice. Hopefully, yeah, COVID to be on the back burner then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the aim. Um, and then around that time, I'll try and do a PCA show because they owe me one from last year. Oh um, yeah, of cancelled. course. Gosh. Yeah. So oh, well, yeah, I had a class. So that was yeah. So I got to find out from them. I think there's a week before the Arnold. There's a PCA London show. Okay. So I'll enter, yeah, I'll see if I can switch to that. So the first show will be then like the last weekend of September. And the following week we're peak for the Arnold. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's weird because um, yesterday we were talking with JP about shows I wanted to do after I wrote that mm. I'm not planning so he just uh, out of the blue he asked oh are you looking to do the amateur olympia again this year and in my head i'm thinking oh should i should i fall into the pressure of the coach or and i'm like not really but <laughs> i can think about it but not this year, not but this year. There must have been, but then for him to even suggest it maybe there's he thinks you can do it I know because mm -hmm. he it was he's yeah. not he's not someone he's not someone who would suggest a show that he didn't think you'd be competitive in. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, we well I'll wait for his reply. But I told him maybe maybe this year maybe maybe next. I don't know my my mind is really set to like mm. next year and beyond. Like 
I'm, I'm enjoying. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I'm just enjoying the off season, the the coaching, the learning about the the eating, the the way. Well, it he feels like you're things. prepping. My yeah. goodness. Oh yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. But yeah, it's um, I'm just in that space where I'm, I'm happy learning. You know, um, just training and uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm, so yeah, but um. But yeah, it's good time to talk about it, Jane. What, where are your sort of calories at? Are you sort of in a sort of recomp phase? Uh, st- yeah, it's still. He's in such a, a weird phase. Yeah, it's a cut pretty much. So it's a sneaky yeah. cut. Yeah, we're still dropping, dropping fat. So uh, it's more of a macro approach. To be honest, the calories I only check when uh, yeah. when it's changed. So via my, but via my fitness pal. So it's a very yeah. macro approach because um, before I started, he said my complete proteins were too low. So how much how much protein are you on? Uh, last I checked was uh, three ten on uh, training days and about yeah. two ninety there on rest days. So why don't you explain what, you know, a complete protein oh, yeah. is? So I think that would be useful. So in terms of the complete protein in my fitness pile, you know how you record your total protein. So from your yeah. veggies, oh, so. your starch, yeah. So from broccoli. Everything. So for this one, it's more just from the meat sources, so to speak. Yeah, the exactly. Ones that yeah, that's how it cash like meat, eggs. Yeah, with all the oh, amino acids. Full amino profile. Exactly. So... We, we really switch that. So now when it comes to like the macro approach, we do not really consider the protein from the oats, the rice. The... <laughs> so it was a really mindset shift for me because I even when I do my like I check on my fitness pal, I have to remember. Don't come. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm considering this protein uh, from, you know, pretty much chicken. Uh, Beef. Whey. Beef, eggs, and eggs. But now I'm off the eggs for a while because I think I had too much. So (laughs) in the mornings I couldn't really get an appetite. So he switched my um, yeah eggs. Eggs a bit like that because it's a slow digesting protein. So yeah, I I don't know. All the more for me. I couldn't. Yeah, I. I, It reached a point, man, that ten eggs just felt like I was having um. You know, like a super huge meal, but it was more so. I just didn't have the appetite for the eggs. And that's whole eggs, yeah. Yeah, three whole eggs, seven whites. But if I had them at night, I was good. So yeah. we just switched that. But it's it's a it's been nice to just learn how you know bodybuilding approach in terms of macros is very different from day to day general population. So yeah. Uh, yeah, my protein's gone up a lot. As I'm saying, mine's about two. I think my total protein, two seventy six mm. grams a day. But nearly all of my protein's from whole foods anyway. Mm. You know, because of the way I structure my meals. Like at the moment, I'm on turkey mince and beef mince with vegetables and rice. But when I calculate it, I get over two hundred fifty grams just from meat sources. Yeah, same, same, so same, same. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because uh, I think me and Clea pretty much eat the same thing. So she is, uh, 
she, but hers is she gets to have the pancakes. She's enjoying the this season the more than things. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the finer things in life. Yes. Yeah, but but it's um it's it's been good. Had uh, we've had like since the year started, eaten the same thing, except maybe on three occasions, uh, one burger and just sushi. So. Uh, when people are wondering, you know, how, how do you do it? It's like, I, it's, 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 it's almost normal. It's, it's well, this is the thing, just... and I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. Yes, it's monotonous, but that's the point. You've got to take the enjoyment out of monotony. <laughs> if you aren't yeah. someone who enjoys being bored, and, and yeah, and to a certain extent, yeah, you, you get bored of being in a bulk. Yeah, yeah this is our conversation. They want a cut, and I was like, no, you're not ready to cut. Yeah. Because your condition's still good, so why would we suddenly cut with a fear of losing tissue when we could cut flies a couple, two, three more weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say, oh, I'm fed up bulking. And you may be fed up bulking. This is the thing. That's the reality is everyone's fed up with bulking by the end. But those last few weeks, you just got to kind of dig in, and that's the hard bit. Of, yeah. That is a whole hard bit of bodybuilding. It's not cutting. Yep. Because you get a little bit tired, but at least you're seeing changes and abs and everything else. Yeah. With, with bulking, you try to get to a point where once a condition fades, yeah, maybe you can cut it back. But until that point, if you're getting away with keeping relatively decent condition and growing, you need to capitalise on that. True, Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's boring. It's boring, boring, stuff in your face six times a day, boring. <laughs> but it's a necessity. Yeah, true. You know, it's, it's so true, like, because I, I, I generally just take pictures of my food every day someone's like you literally eat the same thing every day i'm like yeah and it's great you know it's you can just change it around i eat the same thing but i'll mix it around in the day but it it, it makes your life easier yeah Um, and you know you're getting everything you need in well that uh, i like i like i also like eating a tupperware because it saves washing saves washing yeah leon eats from the air fryer yeah oh yeah when uh, i mean the 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 fries we make the air fried ones they, yeah. they just come out, you know, crunchy and dry, so it's nice, uh, delicious. I, I, I don't need a plate. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. We were with friends, and you know, guys were like, "Clear, your food is the same every day." Like, okay, there's a bit of yogurt here and there, and when they had mine, they were like, "Okay, <laughs> maybe hers is not so bad." Well, this this was interesting because JP did a post. And he said, you know, this style is not for everyone. True. And well, it is not. It is very regimented. You know, you eat at a certain time. You're eating certain things. You know, if you do have underlying disordered eating, this this, is, yeah, this approach not, is not, not for you at definitely. all. And even Leon suffers on it sometimes. It's, yeah, it's yeah. hard. Those that days, I think even last week was the worst. And I was just like, man... Another rice and chicken, pasta and mint, <laughs> but because um, it's I, not even flexible dieting. No, because I, I think people assume you know where there's a super mindset, but honestly, we also go through the motions up and down, and you're like, man, I could I could do with a with yeah, a nice uh, juicy that's burger. That's the thing, though. It's not for everyone. That's, and, and JP's right, and you yeah. guys are right. Um, you know, if I always say this to people, if bodybuilding was, um, if bodybuilding 
was easy, everyone would walk around looking huge and jacked. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everyone would look like how they, they want to look. Because it'd be easy. Yeah. Fact is, it's not. And that's half the joy of it. Yeah, that's a lot of what goes into it with discipline. Yeah. You know, con- constant relentless pursuit of goals where everything's the same. You do little, I mean, little changes maybe every day. Like yeah, to lifting, but everything's essentially the same. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, because yeah. even even with our training, it's been the same. Strength's been going up as much as uh, you know. Food is protein is still way high, but I'd say calories are going lower. But getting stronger every day. So in a way, I guess that extra weight I was carrying eh, it played a part. But now it's it's it, it's where i'm at a place where i don't really need that extra fat so it's yeah, just I nice agree. yeah it's nice to it. like, you know, yeah it's good to learn and it's it's just nice to learn how like he takes his athletes through the off season and um yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it on uh, on most days, ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but. yeah. Uh, it, 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 uh, again, you know, the days you don't enjoy it, those hard days, it's because it's hard. But when you get through those, you feel oh yeah, successful. What you don't want to do, and this is you know must be horrible to be in this position know when you're on stage you didn't do yes every, every, everything you could do and like so when you come say imagine coming second <laughs> and you come second and you've just been beaten by one person but the difference between you and them is the fact that they did everything they could to win that show yeah. you've done the bare minimum yeah and how you will be able to not necessarily will be able to live with yourself but yeah, you'd, you'd always be. have those doubts yeah. knowing those regrets, maybe yeah. a couple of days you cheated on your diet or a couple of days you know you didn't eat enough meals in the off season you'd be like oh if only i'd eat you know it may or may <laughs> not have an, an effect but the reality is it will play on your mind you won't be able to stand there and know you did everything you could. Yeah. Yeah. No, and again, that kind of highlights the differences between bodybuilders with physique goals to sort of general population. Like, if you want to be like Andy and Leon with, you know, oh. a stepping on stage competition, we always say this, it is different. You do need yes. a, this approach. You know, if you are... If you don't have a competition or anything like that, you can be more flexible. It is yeah. more sustainable. Uh, bodybuilders are special people. You are right. <laughs> you are right, but here's the thing. People look on Instagram and stuff, and they look at pro bodybuilders or like men's physique or classic and, and fitness women. They want that look, but what With... they do with bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Realising... That person is doing this really regimented approach. You don't need to do that, but you won't also look, look like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You've got your anabolics, everything else, but you take that out, you look mm-hmm. at the best natural bodybuilders. They are working extra hard to get to that level because they're not mm-hmm. using anabolics. For you to get to, to look like them, realistically, you should be doing the same stuff. People want to look like that without doing yeah. the hard one. I guess uh-huh. that's where like mm-hmm. your you have to be sort of honest with your goal setting where you're like, okay. Very honest. <laughs> I want this. Yeah. I'm very realistic. Yeah, I want this, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to do all that. I'm ready to do this. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, what are you willing to do? Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to do the hard stuff, 
then don't set your bar so lofty. Mm-hmm. Have realistic goals and say, right, I just want to lose this you know, amount of body fat or I want to see some abs or I want to see some shoulders. Get to that point, you know, on what you can do. And that's fine. But don't say, I want to look like this guy, some guy shredded, staged, lean. You know, yeah, to get like that, you've got to prep and get staged lean. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not healthy anyway. So, you know, I wouldn't suggest that to a normal person who just wants to look staged lean to go maybe just wander around or go on holiday or something. Um, yeah, that's the reality. Big time. Yeah, because yeah, even... Uh... Cause like now we're we're on like high frequency training pretty much because it is mm-hmm. just you know push pull rest legs and sometimes yeah, yeah you have uh, you have guys asking what you know you know everyone is used to the Monday to Friday approach so someone comes and you try and tell them okay you want to bring especially with guys trying to do bodybuilding and you want to bring certain body parts up and you introduce a sort of high frequency type of training and uh, you realize the guy's just getting smashed and smashed and that's when you know you sort of have to tell the person you see you've you've been training but you've not really been pushing yourself you know that yeah. extra hard as by your goal so it's, it's, people have to realize i get this a lot i'm, I'm getting niggles and stuff yeah you know, my legs aching or my shoulders <laughs> aching yeah it will do because now you're starting to push for training how you're meant to yeah that's why you deload every five weeks because your body starts for breaking down and that's just to be expected but because a lot of people have never pushed themselves mm-hmm. they've never felt that before so when we do they panic they think they're getting injured when actually it's just the aches it's just like you know wear and tear and yeah. You know, yeah, your knees will hurt after doing heavy squats or, you know, thing, but they go back. It's when it's persistent and goes on for weeks on end or, you know, and it's sharp pains, it's different. But when it's just, like, annoying, like, aches, like, you go move your arm and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference, you know. Um, but, again, yeah, as you said, there's something I always ask people I train. It's like, what's your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. Is there one meal you do every week that's really important to your mental health? Like, you meet up with friends on a, a Sunday. And if you're not getting ready for competition, we, we will factor it always in. Yeah. a week, actually around that, that, yeah. that brunch or that lunch or that yeah. burger meal you have on a Friday with your mates and a couple mm-hmm. of beers. We'll base the whole rest of the week around that. You know? Yeah. Like including the training. Mm-hmm. If you go out drinking on a Friday, that's your main thing. Meeting up with your mates, having a burger, yeah. a few beers. We won't train. We'll have Saturday as a rest day. Because mm-hmm. what you don't want is dehydrated muscles and ligaments in a gym setting where you're likely to get injured. Yeah. So, you know, you you, know, you keep alcohol away from that sort of thing. Training the next day, you know? Yeah, and you, yeah. and you have that Saturday to recover. And, you know, oh. with your Friday... It's sort of a mental health day you've had, so Saturday rest, Sunday back. Saturday, so. and then Sunday you, you should be raring to go. Mm. It, and it, I think that's such a great approach. But right. you know, when someone starts <laughs> their health and fitness, you know, they're, they're like, what? I can do that? And you're like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. You yeah. can do that, you know? And to, that will just make you adhere more to the whole plan rather than you saying, uh-uh, you know, no drinking. Yeah, um, yeah you're looking forward to your... You're looking forward to your Friday. And, yeah. and again, 
you know, someone might say, oh, I like to have a glass of wine after work every day of the week. That's also fine, as long as you calculate that into your daily consumption yeah, it's of calories. In. Yeah. Now, you don't get anything from alcohol per se, but if that helps you unwind after one glass, you know, you're allowed to have it, so don't feel guilty. We just structure everything else on it. Yeah, a glass and not, not a bottle. And then again, yeah. it, yeah. And then also, you you know, again, you you've you be realistic. You're like, okay, alcohol is not the generally the best thing to be having. Right. So, but if you're okay with that, that you might not get to a certain That's performance true. or physique yeah. goal as quickly as you would if you didn't drink. You're okay with that. You know, it's always going into these things with your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing people have to realise, if you've got lofty ambitions, you want to look like a guy who's on stage or you, you, you want to compete, that's where the difference comes in. Because mm-hmm. if you just want to be fit and healthy and look good naked, you can do a lot with, you know, having still a social life. Yeah. And you shouldn't be depriving your family and friends of social occasions just to lose a bit of body fat, because you can structure around that. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you are going to compete... Or you really do want to look absolutely shredded for a photo shoot or something, there will be sacrifices. And you've got to know which one you want more. Do you? What's, what's more important to you? Looking shredded, being on stage, or that night out with your friends? Now, if the night out with your friends is more important, that's cool. But don't expect to be able to do the other. Yeah. yeah that's just reality, you know? Yeah, it is. And I mean, that's where I got to with my cut. It got to a point where like, I'm not competing. It's like, I don't want my calories to go any lower. So I was like, well, let me just end it then, you know. But you, but you now you're an Instagram model. I know. Yeah, you're, you're on Instagram in your pants. I'm, I'm surprised. Well, it had to be done at some point. You're always in your pants. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm always in your pants. That's when you get your most, bet your ass got your most likes. Yeah. Of all your posts. If you go across your posts, I bet your ass got more likes than all the others. I'm even surprised the the bio hasn't changed yet. You know, hashtag exactly. Insta model. Hashtag model. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Woke up like this. <laughs> but uh, um. But yeah, it was uh, well for her. It was crazy because during the bulk, she, she, well, she had a lot of food. I, I I was shocked, and just to get over that mindset of you know, there's a bigger picture. Which is also, I guess, very inspirational for a lot of females, you know, just thinking of the bigger picture. Yeah. So, and, and I think the important thing is, like, you know, Claire's right. You, when you're cutting, unless you're competing, there's a, there should be a, there's a healthy level of fat loss for women. Mm-hmm. Women are meant to carry a little bit more fat than men for healthy hormone production. You're not expected to be shredded the whole time because yeah. you know you start switching off certain processes, you know menstrual cycle, etc. Um, so you know it's about being aware of that, you know, and you know being in, keeping into a nice healthy shape, lean enough that you're happy, you you feel confident in the way you look, but also whilst being healthy yeah. I think that's more important for women than it is men it is men, yeah. but even men even men when we get really low body fat things like testosterone starts down regulating and yeah. and you know another you know other sex producing hormones and that's why libido turns off and you know so even for men there is, you know, there is a healthy 
well, there's a lower lower floor you should be reaching unless you're going to that next level. Yeah, because the, the last three, three, two, three weeks uh, before the show, uh, you know, as uh, when you're that contest lean, you're just, you don't want to do anything. You're you're done (laughs) yeah and it's it yeah you've really got to you know and again like it's it's i'm not it i was not where i wanted to reach but i wasn't going to sacrifice more calories to get there so i was like better to come up spend more time at maintenance Mm -hmm. and then go back in and then you can diet on more calories um and you know it's it's just like leon just said like you've got to take that long-term view i mean this this can take years and you've well, got that's to the thing. muscle building is the important bit for women yeah because once you've got the muscle that uses more calories mm-hmm. eight mm-hmm. a day so therefore your maintenance is higher so when you do cut you cut down and you will look better you'll look leaner just because you actually have more muscle so yeah you're burning more calories naturally and yeah. I think the problem is people see people on Instagram who are on anabolics where the rules don't quite apply the same. Yeah, I swear. It's still, there's still a certain yeah. amount of like uh, levels there, like you know. But the reality is they're that lean and surviving because of you know they're taking exogenous hormones. Extra help. It's their production. It's their production of natural hormone, but it's exogenous. So the reality is, you know, they can get away with like guys can walk around looking super shredded and still have a libido and everything else because they're putting it back in. Mm-hmm. Reality being is to do that naturally, you won't get as lean and feel as great. That's just how it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it, again, like, is it worth it being that miserable on low calories and, you know, potentially ruining your relationship with food? Um, you're probably not having much of a social life and yeah and you're, not, and you're not a competitor and you're not a competitor and you're like <laughs> yeah. you know you get nothing for it really because yeah. here's the thing how many people are going to see you naked you yeah. see yourself naked yeah. but so there's a point where you're confident enough where you like your own body and that should be sort of your ceiling your, your limit really but the fact is being super lean it's a, it's a healthy healthy for humans we're not meant to be walking around like we're you know we're like starving mm-hmm. right and you know and that is a thing it's like and you see people on diets day to day that are miserable doing cleanses and diets and stuff where because their, their calories are so low their brain doesn't have enough glycogen and fats to work you know organs aren't getting enough nutrients to actually be working optimally yeah, we're lucky that our bodies are pretty efficient and are able to survive even in the harshest conditions. Because otherwise, some of these diets would just straight out kill people. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. we're not. We, you know, we're just you know, making ourselves... It's like people who go swallow tapeworms to lose weight. You know, how how wow. bad must, must you really want to lose weight to be able to put a parasite in you, which is going to affect the whole rest of your yeah, body? Geez. You know, like things like everything from skin quality, hair quality. So there is a thing. It's like, where are you com- comfortable with? Where are you confident with? Um, you know, what's, what's the reality? You know, you know, your reality. You know? Yeah. So, and... 
and the reality is like to get to where you want to go it it can take a really really long time <laughs> and nobody wants to hear that <laughs> no, no one, one. Ever, no one ever wants to hear because um, it's the it's the one question everyone asks but when you tell them the truth it's like crap he's like oh he, how long oh. did it take you i've been doing this for eight ten twelve years and you you get that look of oh <laughs> but it's not like even i work with a lot of women like reverse dieting you know women who are chronic dieters and i'm like you know this this is not your 12 week uh program it can take six months like mm-hmm. i would love you to be at your maintenance for six months before you even think about going into a deficit again well, and that's real maintenance and isn't yes people yeah skip meals people yeah. skip meals because they want to lose weight people do all this other stuff and dieting when actually Hitting your true maintenance is a good first step. And then increasing things like protein, increasing your calories a lot of weight. Because the reality is, people don't actually want to lose weight. They tell themselves they're trying to lose weight. Actually, what they're trying to do is recompose uh, their body. They want to look, you know, they want to lose body fat from here and have mm-hmm. curves yeah. like for women or all this. You know, and a lot of that is actually building muscle. And to build muscle, you need to be in a surplus. And that's the reality. And the smaller that surplus is, the longer it's going to take. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, like women, I want to grow glutes and I want abs. Well, which one do you want first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Choose one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah, a thing. Uh, Unless you're completely untrained. It's going to be hard to get both at the same time. Or if you, unless you're taking some sort of exogenous hormone. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, need mm-hmm. to go on that surplus, grow the glutes, then go on that deficit. Well, that's what I would do. So, yeah, let's up your calories. Well, let's keep your maintenance for a couple of weeks. Get used to eating the maintenance. So we're going to start eking up your calories mm-hmm. and increasing your training. You know, progressive overload on the glutes and do uh, do a glutes, glutes and hammies day, upper body day, quads and calves day, rest and repeat. Yeah. So you're doing two glutes. You did two glute sessions a week yeah. in a surplus. Then so you're going to get some glutes. Yeah. But you won't have abs. So, you know what? Yeah, a lot, a lot of women would really benefit from, you know, just eating more, especially with the fact that they can handle even more volume of training as compared to men. But yeah, you find, yeah, women eating very little, doing the high volume, and then that just dips your recovery. And you wonder why, you know, things are not going... And the moment you just start, I guess, reverse dieting or eating more at your maintenance. Well, it's... And, yeah, you just realize... It's, it's uh, scary for many women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, true, and I was true. Say, it is scary, especially when non and that maintenance. Mm-hmm. You've got really bad food habits. And then you get them on maintenance and they feel like they're pigging out. Mm-hmm. And that's psychologically, because they've got a bad relationship with food. They feel like they're eating too much. too much, you start worrying, doing extra cardio that you don't know about as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> so you do have to have this chat. That very few, and I'll say it's very few, there are people who do need to prioritise weight loss initially. You know, morbidly obese, yeah. obese people, but it's having an impact on their health. Very straight away, yeah, you need to get that fat removed. But, even, but half the time it's not getting them to eat less it's getting them to cut out the bad habits yeah it so you get out the bad because what they're doing is probably not eating all through a day getting to night being starving 
have a meal and then going, all right, I'm still hungry. I'm going to yeah. raid the fridge. Binge. going to eat some chocolate because I'm so, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling tired, lethargic. I'm going to eat this, this chocolate or something to give a bit, bit of sugary energy. Instead of just having structured meals throughout the day, which gives them constant mm-hmm. energy, yeah. you know. So, yeah. that's reality. It is like uh, yeah. What you said is very, it's very important because everyone, well, even men sometimes, you know, the goal is weight loss, fat loss, and they come to you expecting t- for you to you know cut food immediately <laughs> down. And sometimes it's you know you just need to increase your movement, your steps. Uh, you need to walk more, move a bit more. You need to 100%. yeah, like you say, change your habits. Yeah, Stop. just have simple nutritional habits. I, <laughs> yeah, like consistent so, balanced meals with yeah which comes with a lot of work trying to change people's mindsets because immediately and they come it, and, and training probably once people are training properly yeah and putting them all into training you're burning more calories mm-hmm. yeah. when people are half asking their training we don't burn a lot of calories in training we're not but, and then as I say when you combine that with your, your general sort of steps and walking around and making people aware of their neat. So if someone works in an office, they'll say, you know, try and take some, if, you, if you're if you in an office or you're working from home, get a, a wireless headset and during Zoom meetings, if you don't have to be on camera, walk around. <laughs> walk around. I do it. I, yeah, I'll pick up my laptop and walk with it around, you know, around, around the lounge a little bit. As long as I'm not on camera, because we'll get a standing desk for a little bit of the day, we'll, a, a desk that you can adjust yeah, to yeah. seating to standing. Because, you know, it's good to just be more aware of how much movement you're actually doing. And little habits like for people who commute to work, you know, getting off, like in, in the UK, like get off a couple of stops early and get off the bus or whatever and walk the rest of the way. You know, so you get, you get like a 10, 15 minute walk in before work. Yeah, when you do similar later, you know. I mean, you've already got 30 minutes of extra walking that you wouldn't have had anyway. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the the power of just moving more is so underestimated. Um, And again, like like both of us in the deficit, we didn't do any extra sort of cardio, traditional sort of cardio. We just increased steps. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And you, you can do that. I mean... Obviously, we always say cardio is, you know, it's good for, it is good for you to do it and have a certain level. Yeah. But you know, you don't need to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you can just. Move I always keep it yeah. in cardio, not for weight loss. I keep it in the off season for heart health for people. Yeah. yeah like if you're bulking, do cardio because it improves your appetite, but we just increase your calories accordingly. Mm. And same with when cutting, there's always going to be cardio, but that's not for you to lose weight on. Yeah. We account that into mm. the calories. That is just for heart health yeah. and keeping your like metabolism going and everything else is linked to exercise. But we talk about mindful eating all the time. People talk about mindful eating, being aware of what you're eating, how you're consuming it. But mindful movement mm-hmm. is as important. Yeah. People, you know, people just don't realise if you're sitting on the sofa for four hours, you've barely moved. Like on a weekend, you know, stick Netflix on, lay down, chill, and then they, you know, do you want to continue watching this show and you just realize you've gone halfway through a season or something you've not left the sofa you know that yeah you've got to be mindful like you know during prep what you know it's something i've got to bring back this year i've got to get a spin bike because what i used to like doing is of an evening when i'm trying to chill out putting something on netflix 
but instead of just sitting there being yeah. on a spin bike, yeah. you just keep keep your legs going uh, as there, you watch it. There's a bike thing I saw on. Uh, well, it was a trainer's page uh, when uh, when he was doing his prep. So you get the the pedals, and it, yeah. it's just the pedal uh, like the pedal structure, and then it comes with its resistance. So as his his cardio was, he'd sit on the couch, okay. and he'd have the pedal, so you can set it up however you want, and then. Oh, so that's brilliant. As he's doing his check-ins with clients, he's just pedaling. He's just pedaling. Yeah. Yeah, and then he times it to his watch, his alarm, and I was like, oh, that's nice. So even when he's watching his Netflix and it's cardio time, he puts the pedal, leans back on his couch, and you just go. Well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I borrowed a uh, spin bike from FitRev, yeah. and I could, I could fit my laptop on my handlebars. Oh, yeah, yeah. They so I could actually ones. do some work. <laughs> I used to do a bit of work in the evening and pedal at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? If you have a treadmill at home or anything, you know, just catch up with your series and get in 30... I mean, series yeah. are perfect because it's, what, generally 45 minutes long. And yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. You watch a couple of episodes, you know you've done half... half, half one. Yeah. yeah. And I think even uh, a lot of these cardio machines, because everyone just calls them, like, cardio machines. But for some busy people, if you're busy... It's another nice way to just get your neat up. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. get on a treadmill, walk, uh, cycle. And it doesn't have to be, you know, hardcore cardio and running. Well, it's not. So, yeah, it's not hit. It's hit. not. Yeah. So I think also people need to get that. I, you can use the machines to get your activity levels up, your movement up. So mm. it's just that change of mindset, I guess, that has to come with it. Yeah. And I think um, we've spoke about this before. You know, good thing about especially steps mm. is that you don't have to worry so much about recovery. Like today, I'm going to go for a four-hour mm. hike, oh, right? Nice. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to be going. It's relatively flat, so I'm not going to be. So it's relatively flat, so I'm not going to be sort of you know stressing my legs and everything else. So uh, tomorrow, I shouldn't feel, apart from maybe some, you know, general aches and strains of my age, yeah. I shouldn't feel like <laughs> I, I've, yeah. I've done anything too strenuous. Yeah. Sh- it shouldn't impact on my training. So Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And that's actually why I took cardio out at the end of my deficit, because I wasn't recovering, and it was mm-hmm. impacting my strength training. And to me, the yeah. strength training sessions were more important than the cardio. So I just increased my steps because I can recover from that easily. It does take more time, you know, than a, a hit session or a mid session, but yeah, you can recover yeah. from it. Um, and it's good psychologically too. You get that time to just... Yeah. Especially if you're outside yeah. in nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, your blood pressure comes down and everything else is associated with being out in nature. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I think that was a good catch-up session. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Andy, I hope you enjoy the rest of your quarantine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is it is it sunny there? You can see it. Spring is oh, there. Glare. Yeah, it's been great today. It's been sunny and cold. And yeah. sometimes it's grey, a little bit warmer. Yeah, that's okay. 
don't think it's great weather, but hopefully. But, but that's but good for hiking. Good you for don't hiking, want it hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want it hot, exactly. Well, I hope you have a, a, a very nice hike. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds beautiful. And, um, well, I guess there's no pub lunch at the end, sadly. No, uh, exactly. But that's okay. I'm going to take my top away with me. Carry some meals. A little picnic. Oh, oh nice. Have a picnic. Oh, perfect. Can't be able to have a little bit more. And then she'll have some fruit and stuff, and I'll have my beef and rice yeah. and turkey turkey mince and rice oh nice. oh nice that's very nice well i hope you enjoy it well, and what have um, you guys got do, doing for the rest of the day well we trained early mm -hmm. um yeah, i've already trained yet <laughs> what, what does we do yeah I, I just have to uh work on a few programs uh just a few <laughs> adjustments for clients next week and then get back to call of duty practice and steps <laughs> but you need a pedal for Call I, of yeah. Duty because <laughs> that is pure <laughs> I know it's it's intense I cycle and shoot and but yeah it's um I'll just do a bit of programming uh, adjustments here and there I haven't gotten my steps uh, she went early because I, I had a call with a client so so evening steps yeah get some steps in just yeah it's just uh, a an easy Saturday, so to speak. Nothing. Yeah. Not, nothing. Um, nice. I'll try swim in the evening if I don't get to meet my steps. So do yeah. a <laughs> few lazy laps. But yeah, pretty much. Well, it's supposed to rain today, which would be nice because mm. it's very humid. It was very hot when I left. I mean, like it. But again, if you know, it rains and gets hot and rains mm. and gets hot. Yeah, it's just been hot. The rain would be lovely. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. It's been super hot. Alrighty, well, we will catch everybody next week yeah. and hope do, everyone has a good day. Do some case studies, yeah? Yeah, might put it That's on it. Instagram, see what guys say, and yeah. Yeah, alright, yeah. Yeah, alrighty. We'll pull it out to the ground. We'll put it out there yeah, in see. your underwear, then you'll get lots of likes. Yeah, exactly. see, it, it, it might get people to. to but when we do our podcast uh, professional pictures we'll all be in our underwear oh, yeah, it will be to. the number one podcast in Africa then yeah we'll probably get an <laughs> intro done with the camera yeah. guy just showing off the abs yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway we'll dream about it yeah, yeah. Okay. alright alright nice one guys alright bye, bye. 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 bye.